0: Well, tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be speaking about, once again, Brandon Johnson out there in Chicago, the mayor uh, himself, and also the Democrats are in trouble in Illinois, and they also recognize was part of the problem. Now, we have some footage that we want to review first of Mayor Brandon Johnson being asked about sanctuary cities. Recently, people were asked in Chicago do they think they should continue having a sanctuary city status? I want you to hear Brandon Johnson's response to the people.
1: Thank you, Mayor. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it
2: is actually kind of followed to exactly what you're saying. All right. A poll that came out this week, um, polling people across the city along racial lines on whether Chicago should continue being a sanctuary city. Uh, majority of voters said no, and the highest among those among latinos and blacks and one of the reasons why is because of resources so are you concerned that you are losing you know voters on this As um, this crisis continues according
1: to- thank you for the question this is not about votes this is the problem here if people think that my job is solely based on how i can get the next vote We'll get to that in the next three years, but I I got you. Hold on a second. I just want to make sure that I don't want people to believe that the political decisions that the right wing in this country is making is going to force me to make a decision that will go against our values because I'm thinking about votes. Here's what I'm most concerned about our constituents and residents of the, of the city of Chicago. I, I got it. My bigger concern, is the fact that we have an alt-right movement, not just in this country, but around the globe, that continues to disrupt black and brown economies. Right. Can I just offer up some context real quick? There are leaders in, in many of these countries that come from the same movement and struggle that Jesse and I and Carlos come from. Mm-hmm. People should look at the story of Her Excellency, the first black vice president in Colombia. Mm-hmm.
0: That's right
1: who is not that much different than Alderwoman Jeanette Taylor, who was pushing back against the government when they were coming into villages of which mostly black Afro-Colombians lived in, disrupting their local economy, causing them to lead movements to actually ultimately transform this government. And then when they got into power, the very forces that they fought are now mad at them and destabilizing their economies to force this massive population shift. And so this is about elevating the consciousness of the entire globe. My bigger concern is to make sure that those families, I must speak directly to black people, that I made a commitment to invest in the very communities that were disruptive. By previous administrations that have closed schools, that have closed mental health clinics, that have shut down public housing. Everything that I've done up to this point, while still handling this crisis, Mm -hmm. I have not stopped governing to make sure we're raising the wages, passing treatment, not trauma, bringing Chicago home. Apparently, in the city of Chicago, you have a mayor that can walk and chew gum.
0: What was he talking about? What the hell did you just say? That's how I thought about when I heard all that they asked you, they told you they recently just had a poll asking the citizens of Chicago. Do you think they should continue being sanctuary city status? Overwhelmingly people said no. Now when I read up deeper into this, it was mostly blacks, Latinos and Asians that said a resounding no to sanctuary cities. The ones that who agreed to sanctuary cities were actually the white liberal they continue to agree with it, but everybody else said, no, of course the white conservative, they, they don't want, you know, sanctuary cities either. So it seems like the majority doesn't want sanctuary cities. And instead of talking about that issue and what did they say, it goes back to what resources, because you're not giving resources to the black community at all. You're giving all the resources that's supposed to be for the black community to people that just come across. And that's not right. And that's not fair to the black taxpayer, the Latino taxpayer, Asian, white, you know, native American, Arab, anybody that's in that city. It's not right to those taxpayers. So you talking about your values, bruh, people voted for you to do a job. When you can see these politicians in America and they all like this, it's not, it's not just Brandon Johnson. He, he's just one of many. They, they, they get it twisted that they just have to proselytize in front of you, get your vote, and then when they get up there, forget about you, don't have to think, think about you, don't have to do what you say, anything, because, hey, you voted for me. For
2: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. <coughs> do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real P.O.S.? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system.
0: me to have this job, and I do what I want to do in this job. The way it's supposed to work is you listen to the people. But once again, when the Democrats say save democracy, that's not democracy talking. When he said that, well, you tell me I'm worried about votes. You say I worry about that in three years. So he's not worrying about what the people say. That is the issue and problem. Then you go from dealing with an issue, talking about sanctuary city status. And then you start talking about, Right wings and alt-right and uh uh, uh vice president Francia Marquez and in in, in, uh, in Colombia and like what that gotta do with Sanctuary Cities, bro. Like, how did you go from Sanctuary City to talking about freaking Colombia? Like, and these media people see can have me doing it because if I heard him you say, uh uh Mayor Johnson, Mayor Johnson, hold on, hold on, hold on, sir. I'm not asking you about Columbia. I'm not asking you about none of that. I'm asking you about sanctuary cities. The majority of people don't want it, sir. They don't want it. And they don't care about your values, sir. What's the status? Are you going to end sanctuary cities? Because you're going to lose votes and you're not going to get voted back in. Well, you're not worried about it. Okay, so, sir, what if they do a recall election on you? Would you be concerned about it then? But once again, I'm going to say this. It's not a Brandon Johnson problem. It's not a Lori Lightfoot problem because you got rid of Lori Lightfoot, right? She did her one term. You got out of there, fine. Brought in Brandon Johnson. It is not the individuals; it is the Democrat policies. This is Democrat. And when people say, "Well, you get what you vote for," some people say, "Well, I didn't vote for that. I didn't vote for for uh, all my tax dollars going to migrants." But when they say you get what you vote for, because the Democrat Party has been very loud about their support of. Supporting migrants, illegal immigrants, etc., just like they've been allowed about LGBT and other uh, policies that they have out there. They they have not been secretive about anything relating to immigration. Now, let's go back to this. There's homeless people in the streets right now, and mostly of them are black. Seventy plus percent of the homeless population in Chicago are black Americans yet you're spending millions of dollars on shelters. You're spending $135 an hour on nurses to see migrants, but you're not seeing black Americans in Chicago and have them listen. Chicago is going to be cold this week, very cold in the forties at night. So you have people sleeping on the streets who are American citizens, that's not in the in, in shelter that Have to sleep on the street. Now I'm starting to see migrants are starting to sleep out there in the cold too. You start to see some women and children sleep out there. But if y'all would have stopped standing on this, we are sanctuary city crap and say, we're not sanctuary city. If they come over here, we're going to send them bust them right on somewhere else to another the next sanctuary city over. Cause they not staying here. Now that w- would be the good thing. Right? Because the people's already there, you got enough. Now Brandon Johnson, oh, he didn't didn't stop there. Let's continue with with, what Brandon Johnson is going to continue to go down, talking about blaming everything on the right wing and racism. Let's continue.
2: Mayor, do you think there's a disconnect between the Biden administration resuming deportations of Venezuelans after they recently cited the dangerous conditions in their home country as part of the reason for extending temporary work authorization?
1: Foreign policy um, has caused a tremendous amount of destabilization. And so the sanctions, of course, that um, are causing the turmoil um, is being brought to us by the right wing extremists in this country.
0: I have to stop there. Now, he's right about sanctions. They do have sanctions on Venezuela. That's 100 percent true. Just like they have sanctions on uh, Zimbabwe. So the reason why, like, for instance, you have a lot of people in Zimbabwe that go to South, uh, South Africa is because it's a better economy and because of the sanctions. Sanctions are very um, crippling to an economy. It makes life very, very hard. And the United States do this mess to try to punish uh, other countries sometime forever, right? So he's right about This episode
2: is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it... A real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
0: That. But it's not the right wing because Biden is continuing to sanction, sir. If there was a case... That means when Biden got in, all the sanctions have been lifted. But Biden continues to sanctions on Zimbabwe and many other countries. So no, uh, it's, it's Democrats doing sanctions too.
1: The real disconnect is the fact that you have global population shifts that have been promulgated by the very failures of the Republican entities that want to score political points by attacking major cities where black and brown
0: people live. No one's attacking Democrat cities. Y'all said that y'all were sanctuary cities. So, Governor Greg Abbott here in Texas said, Well, since you're a sanctuary city and you want to welcome everybody, and our cities and border towns and our state have been taking migrants for decades, well, maybe it's your turn to start taking some of them, and now you're getting them, and now it's all of a sudden a right wing problem. Okay. That's the disconnect. The Republican
1: Party can't even nominate their own leadership. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I've said this multiple times, state, county, um, the federal government has to lean in and do more. Mm -hmm. And let's be very clear about what's happening here, that you have the destabilization of countries across the globe, which, by the way, um, are individuals that identify as Afro-Venezuelan or Afro-Colombians.
0: Bruh. We do not see a bunch of Afro-Venezuelans and Afro-Colombians coming across the border, bruh. Like, remember I talked about this before, and we'll go back, back into this maybe a little bit later, but notice all the people that's coming over, where are all the black people at? I don't see all the Afro-Venezuelans, uh, because it's black people in Venezuela. It's black people all in Latin America. Notice it's not black people. So, so either you're preventing the black people from coming up here, or... It's not that bad, like you say, and you want to handpick those who got lighter skin, but they're not they're not the, the they're not descendants of slaves. Right. So you want them to stay back in their home countries and suffer. But the other ones with, with straighter hair and a little bit lighter skin, they can go ahead and come on up here. Now, that's a conversation that we need to have. You know, as we're
1: talking about you know, eliminating tipped wages for black and brown people, we're fighting the same system. That doesn't humanize black people across the globe. Mm-hmm. And isn't it quite disturbing that you have an entire party that is more interested and dedicated to destabilizing black and brown people around the globe than actually passing a freaking budget to make sure that people can eat and have somewhere to live.
0: That's, right. That's the disconnect. Sir, the party you in is, is, is disconnected, too. You're giving all the freaking resources to, to migrants and not giving it to black folks. Your party is disconnected. How are you gonna wag your finger and you literally giving taxpayer resources to people who aren't even legal citizens? They're not residents. They're not anything. They just come over to yesterday and they get in a bag. American citizens don't even get a bag like that. In fact, the last
1: thing that I'll say at least on this, if less one more person has a question about this, um, is that I know we're going to get to the other side of this. And I know that the city of Chicago has been incredibly patient with my administration. Everyone knows it's not like I'm calling up relatives from another country saying, y'all want to come live with me? (laughs) Our people know that, and they're frustrated. They're frustrated because if I could be so bold, when the people of Chicago voted for me and voted for this progressive council, their hopes and aspirations could be realized. Mm-hmm. And now we have this crisis that has slowed that down. Trend. That's what people are frustrated about. Mm-hmm. If people weren't complaining, you could come to the conclusion that they didn't expect much from us. That's right. mm-hmm. The real disconnect is that you have an unclean spirit that has captured The right wing extremists in this country. Mm. And I call on them to dig deeper and lean on their faith, as Jesus said, who our neighbors really are. That's right. The one on the roadside, those are our neighbors. So we have to do everything in our power to make sure that we respond to the crisis that's right here in Chicago that is the form- formulation of decades of disinvestment while also making sure that we're pushing back on failed foreign policies that continue to destabilize countries across the globe.
0: Well Mayor Johnson, if you're going to talk about foreign policy, you need to call up the Biden administration. ever since the Biden administration been in office, this is a Biden problem. Remember, let's go back just a few years when Donald Trump was the president. You didn't have all that issue and problem now did you, you wouldn't flood it with migrants. The moment Biden got in office, he stopped construction on the border wall. He opened up the floodgates and say, come on in. And ever since Biden been in office, it's been that way, sir. So no, the foreign policy issue, the migrant issue is Joe Biden. And this is why people don't want to vote for no dog on Joe Biden It's because look at the people in Chicago let Biden go over there and talk to them right now about voting for him. They are like, what vote for, vote for you for what? It's your fault that all them people are coming over here, you can put a stop to it, but you don't. And and if Brandon Johnson wants to save his political career, he needs to have, uh, 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 some, some, uh, manhood and say, Chicago is no longer a sanctuary city. I'm ordering the Chicago police department that if they see any buses coming this way to pull every bus over and check who are on those buses, check them. And if they full of migrants, they can't come here. You're going to go over to the next sanctuary city over. You can't be here. We, we, uh, we got enough. We, we, we are at our limit. We are full. We got enough people in Chicago that we got to deal with We got to deal with uh, our own homeless population that we got to get up off the streets. That that's what he needs to say. And you know what, Brandon Johnson, if you say that, guess what? When it's time for you to get reelected again, people going to vote for you. Matter of fact, that $9,000. And I covered this on African diaspora at least being edited and y'all hear that. But what they're also doing for the migrants, they're giving them uh, uh, homes and apartments to stay in and they're paying $9,000 to the landlords. So basically free rent and also uh, setting them up, with furniture and all that. So there's so many people making a bag off those migrants, furniture companies, landlords, uh, 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 contractor services. Uh, like you say, the nurses making $135 an hour. Supervisors making $20,000 a week in a lot of these places. I mean, everybody's making a bag. And, then it, and the killing part about it, People in Chicago aren't making the bag. They getting companies outside of Chicago to do all uh, the, the work at these shelters instead of hiring people in Chicago who, who want that $135. An hour. you mean to tell me you couldn't find local nurses right there in Chicago. They go, they'll love to go take that money. Especially those travel nurses. They're like, yeah, give me that. I need that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Nobody in the hospital getting paid $135 an hour. But Brandon Johnson is going to be a one term mayor if he don't get recalled. Because what he's doing is worse than Laurie Lightfoot. It's, this is worse. At the end of the day, you got to think about why you got elected. You got elected because you had a reputation in the streets that you was fighting for the people. I talked to people that knew you, sir, that knew you firsthand. And this is the, this is what they told me. When I talked to a a brother, uh, Troy Laravier, he know you personally, he said, you know what your record was. When I talked to Tyrone Muhammad, he said the same thing, but it's like, when you got up there, you flipped on him. Oh no, I would not say to people in Chicago, they, that's what, that's what they this is what they voted for. No, they actually didn't because, and I'm glad I got that commentary from brothers and sisters that's on the ground and knew him. Right. Uh, because he wasn't always like this. So they were, uh, he played a switcheroo on them. Basically he went just full fledged Democrat. He didn't even think about, you know, the community that he comes from and how that can even affect him. See y'all don't think about you child legacy. It's no way in God's green earth that I want to mess up my legacy. It's no way. I'm not going to try to make decisions to go with people and know that in the end, they never gonna have my back. The Democrats are never going to have a black man, a woman's back. Never. You can't even advocate for your own people in the Democrat party. All they want to do is to con black people, to get black people to come out there and vote. But when it comes to doing now, look all these, these, these you know, $20,000 a week, people getting paid $14,000 a week, getting paid at shelters, paying rent, paying all that. Um, I got a question one more time. What about reparations? I told y'all when I said this and I'm going to keep repeating this and I'm going to beat this into your head. When they tell you they don't have money for reparations, they are liars. Okay. They are liars from the pits of hell. They are liars that speak with the voice of Satan himself because Satan is the father of lies. They have proved to you and me that they got plenty of money for reparations. Plenty. They got plenty of money to get homeless people off the streets. What y'all are telling me is that there should be no homeless people in the city of Chicago, New York, or anywhere else that you are putting up these migrants. It should be no homeless people. You give them not free rent. They got people in Chicago that came to get free rent. And once again, none of these people voted for the Democrats. A lot of you did in Chicago and look at how they're treating you. This is utterly wrong. So when I tell you when they say that they don't have money for reparations, why should they have to pay? Notice they're not saying nothing about why should they have to pay the rent for migrants? Notice they're not saying that. Why, why while the tax dollars going to migrants, you notice they're not saying that. I told you the reason why they're against reparations because they are anti black racist. That's just straight up. They don't want you to have it because they hate you because you're black. They rather get they rather break the city of Chicago, take all the services away from the taxpayer, give it to them than give it to the few black Americans that's in Chicago for reparations. It is the truth. That's why when you hear them folks talking about reparations, they ain't got no money. Why this? Why should they pay? So you you just let me know that you hate black people. You nothing but an anti-black racist because you're not saying nothing about all your tax dollars going to Ukraine. You're not saying nothing about uh, uh, the migrants. You're not saying nothing about anything. You're not financial experts all of a sudden. You're not saying a freaking word. But when it comes to us with reparations, all of a sudden it's a problem. Trillions of dollars went out during COVID. Trillions. People defrauding the government all the way around behind that. They got all this money. They lost. They ain't. They not gonna ever get back. But they don't. Ha- but they don't have no money for reparations, though. And that's why. That's why when we see all this spending of money, we got to keep re- throwing reparations in their face. Oh, okay. So that means you got money for reparations. I don't want to hear that, Democrats. I don't want to hear no talk about. It. Well, reparations are so divisive. It's divisive spending all this money with migrants too. It's very divisive. A lot of people don't like it. They don't want it. And yet you had no problem doing it. Democrats notice that. So miss me on where reparations divisive. No reparations just shows your anti-black racism. And once again, where are the Afro Venezuelans? Where are the Afro Colombians? Where are the Afro El Salvadorians? Where are the Afro Nicaraguans? Where are they at? Could black people are in every country in Latin America. Yes, Afro Latinos exist. Let me tell you how systemic they do things against Afro Latinos. They don't even want them to be seen. Even in Mexico, they weren't even counting the Afro Mexicans up until I think maybe 2015 and 2016 as part of citizens of the country and, and putting them down. Then when, when when you have Afro Latinos show up on sites like TikTok or whatever, and they talk about how they Afro Latino, hey, what you mean Afro Latino? We just Latino, we just Hispanic. It's no Afro anything. Why are you trying to separate? They have to separate and del- away from you because you what you have done is that you act like there's no black people in those countries. You don't put them on TV. You don't you don't have them on billboards. You don't do anything with black folks. Y'all be surprised how many black people are in Latin. It's more black people in Latin America than it is uh, black folks in America or black folks as in Canada. It's way more. Brazil alone has 80 million black people. Afro-Brazilians. Way more than our population here in the freaking America. You know, like some of them brothers that even, you know, want, want to get the uh, get with Latina, you know, there, some of them brothers will go down there to, to Brazil and go get them Afro-Latina. There's a whole lot of black go- going on down there. Brazil and Panama, there's black people in Panama, there's black people, Costa Rica, we're everywhere. We're on, on all the four corners of the earth as black folk. But yet, Joe Biden and them don't have a bunch of Afro-Latinos in those caravans and that's what we need to look at. You know, maybe you probably wouldn't have much of a migrant problem and maybe black folks probably be a little bit more willing to help. If we saw more Afro Latinos coming into the black community, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They speak Spanish, but you know, maybe we saw a couple of them because our experiences with other groups collectively, not individually, collectively is that these groups, when we help them, they get hostile toward us. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying so, where are the Afro-Latinos at? Where are they at? I want to see them in the caravans. I sure don't see them at all. Now, let's go back to the Mudson Park Fieldhouse. Pay attention to what Mayor uh, uh, Brandon Johnson, well, what he, he he's trying to do over there Let's play this clip real quick. Or staffing and programs there, the community and the Park Advisory Council gathered outside the field house this morning to demand the city return things to normal. They say only one person is staffing the park right now. That means limited hours to use the field house. The park district moved classes to Reese Park in the belmont Cragen area because of plans to convert Robinsons Park's fieldhouse into a migrant shelter. Right now, those plans are on hold as the city considers alternative spaces, but people were upset the mayor and other elected leaders have not have not talked to them or come up with other solutions.
2: You're not going to continue to play in our faces to make us think
0: that you're hearing us and that you're listening to us all the while you're still going ahead with your plan. This is our community. We are not going to stand for this. Our, our kids shouldn't have to go up to love School for the program. Our park is right here, and not only just the park, our community is affected by this. <laughs> We reached out to the parks district to see if and when staffing programs could return Amundsen park. We've not heard back. So mayor Brandon Johnson. So initially you saw the people did a lot of pushback against bringing the migrants to that, that field house. So he was like, okay, we can't do that. It's going to, it's going to be a ruckus. So we're going to announce, we're putting it on hold. So what does on hold look like? Reducing the staff to one person open limited hours, removing the programs from the field house, or if you do allow them to have it, it's it's only a little bit of time. They're going to take your field house, folks. Yes, he's just doing it in a slow way. So he's already made that decision. Even though you said that, no, we don't want them here. Now, remember, you're supposed to live in a democracy. And the Democrats say, save democracy. Can't get that Trump in there because we got to save democracy. Well, democracy says that the people don't want it. So in a democracy, you, the politicians supposed to do what the people said, right? Clearly, this isn't democracy. This is authoritarianism. In authoritarian governments, whatever the president says, whatever the, the political people say, that's it. The people have no say so now in this country, they authoritarian, but in order to be authoritarian, they play a little game with you to make you think you got to say so to a point with them. And so they say, well, come out and vote for us and vote for me, vote for me, vote for me. But you don't hold their feet to the fire once they get in there and allow them to be arrogant because in order to be authoritarian in America, you're arrogant. You're arrogant because the people never will hold you accountable for what you're doing. And this is, once again, this is not just a Brandon Johnson issue. This is a Democrat issue. And we know Chicago is a Democrat city has been a Democrat city for a long time. Y'all need to have a divorce from the Democrat party in that city. And of course, a lot of you who, and I'm trying to get away from saying certain things, a lot of you who aren't learned, let me use that word, a lot of you who are insane, you know, like they say the definition of insanity is just keep repeating the same thing, expecting different results. You keep voting Democrat and expecting the same results. Well, you expect me to vote Republican? I'm expecting you to vote for somebody. That is actually gonna be in your interest or at least on one issue. You can be one issue voters, you can. So if there was a Republican pop up and say, hey, uh, I get in there, Sanctuary Cities, out of here. The migrants, they're not coming no more. The ones that's here, they gonna have to move around. We're not paying all the, our the our tax dollars to to migrants. No, we got people in Chicago we need to pay t- tax dollars too. Oh, that's how you. That's what you're gonna do. I'm with I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, Republican party don't like black people, and the Democrat party don't like you either. Actually, Democrat party is worse because they they smile in your face and say, "Hey, we like you guys, black and Latino." Racism, 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 and then they do nothing for you. They they talk about racism and all oh, systemic racism has created the wealth gap, and then they're giving all your tax dollars to people. They're coming to this country and those people going to be get ahead of you because they're getting a push up that you can't even get black man or woman in Chicago, but they're your friends though. Well, we're friends like that. Who need an enemy? Seriously. Y'all got to get out of that, that, Oh no, no Phil. No, 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 no. I cannot do that. I can't. And because you can't vote for somebody else sometime it's a reason why you're going to constantly fail as a community, you're going to fail. You're not going to have anything because you keep voting for a party. Who's openly hostile to you and taking your hard earned money, taking it from you and giving it to people, not giving it away and telling you that you need to come vote for them because of racism. Alt-right. Oh, I'm afraid of the alt. We ain't heard of the alt right man. Charlottesville, Richard Spencer and all them, People, we ain't heard of them in even a while. All right is not even really a so-called thing. It's, I mean outright, whatever you want to call it, it's just white supremacy. They talking about sanctuary cities. Well, you know these white supremacists. Oh well, uh, uh, uh vice president Francia Marquez in Colombia, she'll fighting the government too. Like what? But 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 that's better. Somebody that's going to benign neglect you deflect when you don't want your city to be sanctuary city. That's better. That right there is so much better. It is. That's why I say I don't fit in with a lot of you. I really don't in this community. I really don't. I really feel bad for my brothers and sisters in Chicago. I do. Because y'all being done wrong, man. And it's the Democrat party. That's why I'm not putting it on Brandon Johnson alone. Because please, once again, don't make it about Brandon Johnson by itself. It is a Democrat party and no, don't go after the migrants. Don't, don't uh, have a venom toward the migrants because as we explained before, they're using those migrants, they're using them and they're papering them up because that's their new slave class that's coming in. That's going to work for extremely low wages. They're using their situation that was created by American foreign policy in Venezuela, all the sanctions that put on those people and they come up here to get a job. When you come from a place, they're only making $2 a day. Man, the job making $7 an hour sounds pretty good. You understand what I'm saying? Now on top of that, the Democrats are in trouble in Illinois. So the Democrats in Illinois acknowledging a lack of early 2024 enthusiasm for Biden among those in the long underserved black, they say, and Latino communities. They say the issue of dollars being spent and the search for places to house the asylum seekers has become an added political problem. The Democrats had problems prior to the Biden migrant crisis. Let's call it what it is. he created it. They had problems, but now all of this people saying, wait a minute, hold on. Now, I say on the west side, they say Johnson has put on hold, as we talked about earlier, plans to use the Munson Fieldhouse as a migrant shelter amid residence protests that it would curtail programs and services. And he's already curtailed programs and services. He only had one person, as we discussed earlier. So he's going to take your house. Sorry to say that, but he's going to do it. And they shall really show out at City Hall. I said on the South side, Democratic state Senator Willie Preston hosted a community meeting in a predominantly black Auburn gresham neighborhood where he asked residents if they supported Chicago revoking its sanctuary city status. He says, and I quote, I'm telling you all, this is a very serious situation. He said it is a very controversial situation. And this is why I'm one of the first state elected officials, to my knowledge, to step out in front of this issue and say enough is enough. Hold the line. We need a cap on migrants because they say, the people don't want it. He said, we cannot afford it, and I'm willing to fight. Well, good for you, sir. Good for you. You're actually thinking about the taxpayers. They say, as for using local and state tax dollars to help the migrants, Preston said, he said, I believe our community has sovereignty. I believe our community has paid taxes. He said, knowing that a high percentage of people in Illinois experience homelessness are black. He said he thinks charity starts at home. Exactly. Let me tell you something. If y'all walk by any person on the streets in Chicago who is a black person, you know they're a citizen of uh, this country. Y'all should be at city hall raising hell and say, hey, all the uh, shelters you're opening up, I better not pass by this street and see any any black person sleeping in 40-degree weather. Y'all know in Chicago it gets down in the 30s and 20s and snows and all that sort of thing. I better not see nobody homeless out here because y'all have proven that you got places to get our homeless off the streets. You're that. And you're not doing if you're not doing it, you're showing you're cruel and you're evil because how dare you sit up here and bring people in who not even citizens of our country but got our citizens out here in the streets in the cold in the ice who can die out there in the weather? Come on now now there's a Andrew Chavez he's 32 years old he's a downtown office worker say who was born in Chicago and raised on the Southwest side. he said he is generally supportive of democratic causes he said but He said he has drawn a line on the migrant issue. He said believing the money being devoted to serving asylum seekers should go instead to help the existing homeless population and to restore neighborhoods. Mr. Chavez is 100% correct. Now he says, "A quote: This tarnishes the hard work my parents went through when when they legally migrated here from Mexico." He said they didn't get any help. He said the migrants now coming over here have contributed to the negative stereotype that people have about people like my family. Now, Chavez is the first generation Mexican American. He said the fact that we're spending millions of dollars at this point, money is suddenly being found to renovate abandoned buildings and find places for these people is ridiculous. Now Democrats privately concede Chavez isn't alone in his feelings. Uh, Duh. Because a lot of the black community feel the same way like Mr. Chavez here. He said another example of Abbott's a politically debilitating aim for Democrats is sending migrants to blue cities and states. He said Charles Wheeler, a retired professor of public affairs, reporting at the University of Illinois at Springfield, said sending migrants to Chicago was a strategy aimed at allowing Republicans to portray Democrats as politicians who don't put their money where their mouth is. He said, "Will the say Republicans are saying, oh, yeah, you're fine with it when you don't have to deal with these people. He said, but when he say they are actually arrive in your communities, you are in an uproar. Well, it's true because y'all have been talking when, when, when Governor Abbott in Texas was saying, hey, stop the people coming over here. We got to secure the border. We got to do this. We got to do that. What were y'all saying up there? Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. Oh, well, you know, we're a sanctuary city and, you know, he's cruel and he's a racist and all that sort of thing. But in Texas, we have been dealing with the brunt of migrants for decades. And I think it is a genius idea. If you say you're a sanctuary city, then you know what? Take some of these migrants that's, that's here, that's taken away from the, the Texans taxpayers. A lot of them stay in the border towns. Now, these border towns, or poor communities. They're not your Houston's and your Dallas and, uh, Austin and San Antonio. No, 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 no. they don't have that kind of money flowing. Not at all. Those, those are, are very, uh, uh, poor, humble areas. And, and they don't have a resource to house those people either. So since you want to tout sanctuary city, then I think governor Abbott should be sending them left and right. He need to be sending a thousand buses a week to all these different, uh, uh cities. And then maybe they'll get on the Democrat party about in that sanctuary city and do something about their uh, uh, policies about uh, immigration. Now I said, will continue to say, and it gets, he said, fed by folks to those and say whose advantage is to pit one group of marginalized folks against another group of marginalized folks. No, 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 no. We're smart enough to know it's not, we're not going to uh, go after the migrants. We're not going to say, oh, I hate them. No, 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 no. We're going after the Democrats. That's what we talking about because y'all Democrats will love if the people will start going after the migrants, you will love that because that means your hands would be clean. No, we're going after you cause they're not in control of the tax dollars at all. They're not putting themselves in shelters. You doing it. They're not putting themselves in apartments and houses and paying rent. You're doing it. You, they're not giving themselves temporary protected status. Democrats are doing it, so I so I don't want to hear nothing about the migrants or whatever. No, no, we talk about Democrats. At least here, because the people here, we're smart enough to go after uh, the real people. We didn't. We're not going to sit up there and, and do no little side missions that don't even mean nothing. Let's say this past Tuesday, uh, Governor Prisker is said knowledge. It was. it easy to see why Republicans think this is such a great idea to send thousands of migrants to Chicago and other democratic cities. Is it because they want to cause rifts? Um, yeah, because you say you're a sanctuary city. Why is it causing a rift? Live up to your expectations of sanctuary city status, sir. He said, we are all doing our best to try to work with communities where they are challenged to welcome those folks into their communities. I know there are people who are concerned about the continued migration to Chicago, and that's one of the reasons why for the last 13 months he said, I've been saying to the federal government and to our congresspeople that we need not only dollars to help take care of the people he said, who come here, but also have a better system for distribution of folks around the country, if they so choose. He said, Pritzker also repeated, and say a realism that he also views a deterrent the upcoming winter weather. He said, I can guarantee you that if people at the border understood how cold it would be and that we are having trouble housing the people that are already here, he said they will not choose to come to Chicago, assuming that they are the ones uh, that's doing the choosing. Now, yes, Chicago that has brutal winters. So yeah, not too many of them going to want to go to Chicago here shortly. I'm going to say that much. He's definitely hundred percent right. And that's the only thing in my opinion, that's gonna slow down the migrants from coming. It, it, it's the weather, but you better believe the weather ain't gonna last always. And when the weather uh, warms back up, they go the buses are coming right back in sanctuary city status. But the Democrats are in trouble in Illinois. Listen, Democrats are in trouble nationwide. It's not just Illinois; it's everywhere. Why? Because black people are seeing that the Democrat Party is so um, just horrible right now. Horrible. And this is why black people didn't show up in Louisiana. We'll talk about that in the, in the next podcast. But in the, in that election, Democrats lost. They they should have won that election, and they lost big time. Lost. But we're gonna stay on top of this situation here uh, in Chicago, you know, ladies and gentlemen. And um, but yeah, because w- we got to keep pointing this stuff out. Cause black my our, our community in Chicago is suffering. And, I, and, I, and y'all keep speaking up because trust me, the messages are getting out there.